Welcome to the state of our workforce, where are we now, where we go beyond the Department of Labor jobs numbers to explore issues at the forefront of workforce development. I'm Carrie Felton, the Director of Worker Success at the National Fund for Workforce Solutions. Um, I'm joining you from Chicago, Illinois, where it is currently snowing. And I'm excited to chat with our partners in Greensboro, North Carolina, where it's not snowing. Um, Meredith Berger and Brian Norris are joining us from the Triad Workforce Solutions Collaborative and Anne Flint from Guilford Apprenticeship Partners. Thanks for joining us for this conversation today. So we are gonna be talking all about apprenticeships. Um, when you look, we look at the October jobs numbers, we see notable job growth in manufacturing. And you all have a number of uh, youth apprenticeship programs in the manufacturing sector. Um, can you tell me a little bit about um, what y'all have going on in Greensboro? Sure. Thanks so much, Carrie. Appreciate you having us here. Um, so. Really what we have, I think, is a great example of collaboration. Um, our two cities, Greensboro and High Point, are in the same county. Uh, we are an area that's heavily boosted by manufacturing. And, and we've really started Triad Workforce Solutions Collaborative se six, seven, eight years ago uh, as a way, as a, as a new opportunity to create a pipeline for our employers. Um, we knew that there were, so our predecessor, Donna Newton, who was from the Community Foundation, looked at opportunities for the U.S. Department of Labor and found that developing a registered apprenticeship program gave employers in our region, especially manufacturers, a lot of opportunities to grow their, their applicant pool and their workforce and to really help what's been an aged workforce become a lot younger. So what you see is a collaboration of chambers and foundations and, and others that are really focused uh, to move our area forward through apprenticeships. That's great. and. Um, as folks who are watching this are thinking about like, you know, growth in this sector and, and how apprenticeships might be, uh, how they could start or, or strengthen apprenticeships in their own communities. What can you tell us about, you know, sort of keys to success? What helped your apprenticeships really grow into what they are today? I'd love to, to take that one. Um, I agree with you, Carrie, those DOL numbers um, for manufacturing. We are certainly seeing those uh, live and in person here in Greensboro High Point and also happy National Apprenticeship Week as well. It's certainly a celebrated holiday here in our area. Um, a little bit about our area to start um, the Greensboro High Point Piedmont Triad area of North Carolina. Uh, we pride ourselves on being a manufacturing hub. We were once a hub of furniture, textiles, and tobacco manufacturing. And unfortunately, over the years, many of those factories closed, jobs were lost, and the impression of manufacturing really took a, a downward turn. Um, it certainly was not regarded as a favorable career at that point. Um, fast forward to now, we still are producers of furniture, textiles, and tobacco, but we have greatly diversified our manufacturing base here in the Piedmont Triad. We, we produce pharma, Crest toothpaste, flavorings for food, uh, plastics, the Honda Jet, Boom Supersonic on its way, as well as Toyota electric car battery manufacturing. So as you can see, you know, manufacturing is certainly booming literally here in our area uh, and, and not what it once was um, with the three industries of the past. Um, GAP, the apprenticeship program in our area, is not only an obvious debt-free pathway for students to enter an amazing career, but also in a broader sense, it's a, a vital tool and a strong force in educating and spreading the word about 
the good word about manufacturing jobs of today and what those look like now in the present. Uh, you'd be amazed actually at the number of parents of these potential apprentices who want to get jobs at these companies after being exposed to these facilities and these amazing opportunities. So we certainly welcome the opportunity to grow apprenticeship in the Greensboro High Point area and is certainly successful because of the need uh, as well as the diversity of manufacturing that we have here. But one thing I'd like to add, Carrie, um, is that part of the success of, of our apprenticeship program, I, I believe, is at the beginning from the start of our um, collaborative process, we had all the people at the table from the very start of it all. We had the employers, we had um, the chambers, we had the community college, the public school system, all on board to talk about what this would look like and what we need to do to, to do the heavy lift and get all the buy-in at the same time. And this really has led to a lot of success. Um, we've also leveraged that to make it more of a regional area. So um, uh, Guilford County, along with um, Alamance, Burlington, and Rockingham counties, um, created a regional collaborative called Eastern Tribe Workforce um, initiative. And we received um, some significant funding from the state and we continue to do so. And that's really helped us move forward. Um, and we also, I would say the third thing that in North Carolina, we're lucky enough to have a tuition waiver. So mm -hmm. that with a tuition waiver, you know, youth that begin in a registered apprenticeship program, their tuition is waived, not only for the student, but the company. Um, so that really helps with the significant funding relief for companies to, to give it a try. And we always say that once they try it and they have some success, they've drunk the Kool-Aid and really go all in. And, and the companies will start small and expand rather quickly. So we've had a lot of successes in, in, with GAP. Thanks for sharing. It sounds like um, you had the, the right stakeholders at the table and really focused on starting a foundation of partnership and shared collective goals. And, and you had the resources that you could bring to bear to support the program. And one thing in our prep call that, that y'all mentioned was, you know, the the impact of having a collective knock, you know, you know, manufacturing employers together can come together and kind of like talk about this sector to uh, maybe folks who haven't thought about manufacturing jobs before. So we have time for just one other quick question. And I'm curious um, from your perspective, what impact uh, apprenticeships have had on advancing equity in your community and particularly in manufacturing? Well, Carrie, I think it's had a tremendous impact in, in raising equity. Um, you know, when we first started this, when we had our first signing ceremony seven, eight years ago, we signed, we had four companies that were signing 14 apprentices and all were white males. And now as we've gone to schools and we've been able to, you know, present to more folks, you know, we've gotten... Whereas before we may have a, a career in technical education uh, counselor that says, says, I only want this type of student looking at this opportunity and the rest I want to continue to go to college. Now we've been able to change that paradigm. We've been able to say, you know, we've now got personas. We've got people, actual, you know, women, minorities that are in manufacturing. We've got folks that are doing jobs now that, you know, would not have been the case, you know, previously. And, and now we've got opportunities to really sell that we've got you know over a hundred percent increase in in gender growth and we've got over 600 percent increase in racial uh, growth as well so that's been a really tremendous asset i think for guilford apprenticeship partners carrie also i think that the companies have participated uh, in that by 
you know, bringing their apprentices to the table when we're going and speaking to schools, you know, if they have a female or if they have people of color who are students, they bring those folks into the schools to talk to their fellow students because then they can see people who look like them um, in these career opportunities. And I think that is the biggest selling point is having the students being able to talk to other students and uh, continuing that growth in the companies. It's, it's been really awesome to see that happen. Yeah, in fact, in fact, this year we've done our recruitment in the high schools. Um, we have 28 public high schools that we go to, as well as some charter schools and public schools. But we've had the apprentices take the lead on our presentations, and it's really we've seen the success already. Tonight we're having a community night where the people in the community, parents, students, anyone who wants to learn more about GAP um, is happening. So like Meredith mentioned, when you see people that look like you, and you have some success stories of students um, you know, finishing the program, making a very good salary, buying their first home, um, it really advances and lets students of, you know, all race, gender, um, socioeconomic diversity really see that they too can succeed and get the word out. So GAP has really been successful in not only um, spreading the word about apprenticeship, but just giving a, a awareness to the community of what's out there and that it's, you know, attainable for all, all students. Yeah, I love that. I mean, at, work, at the National Fund, we always see like what starts as a as an opportunity to just fill fill a gap, right? Um, yeah. And really help to sh to shift minds, change narratives, depending on how how we talk about it and how we design those programs. So I really appreciate the examples you all shared today on Apprenticeship Week. Apprenticeship Week. So thank that is our time for today. Thank you all for being here. Thanks everyone who joined us for the conversation today. Um, be sure to join us next time for the State of the Workforce. You can visit State of the State of Our Workforce on our website, nationalfund.org, for upcoming broadcast dates. Thanks.